We're in the book of Proverbs, and if you've uh, heard that reading from Mark and think, wow, there's loads of amazing stuff happening, why, David, are you not preaching on Mark? The answer is because last year we preached on Mark from Epiphany to Easter. We did the whole of Mark in one go, and you can find all those talks on our YouTube channel linked on the website. So if you want to hear Mark uh, in 16 sermons, it is there. And so we're kind of on the B track today, and sometimes it's good, isn't it? Like when you go for a drive, if ever you go east, you know, you can can make it through to Abbotsford and go on Highway 1, or you can go out through Agassiz. Do you know the way? And it's kind of windy and kind of fun. And, um, well, I think so. So it's kind of interesting, isn't it, to look at the road less traveled sometimes. And today we are in the book of Proverbs. Uh, But the weird thing is that the Proverbs that are set for today, Proverbs 22, is really not a good place. Uh, if uh, if If I was designing a sermon series on Proverbs, I would not start with Proverbs 22. So what I'm going to do is cheat. I'm going to read a bit of Proverbs 1, um, and that sets the scene of the book of Proverbs. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about what Proverbs um, is as a book um, and uh, what we can do with it. And my aim for today is to inspire you to go home and look at the book of Proverbs once during the week. Not the whole thing, but just a bit of it. That's my aim. Does that sound okay? Thanks. So, Proverbs chapter 1, if you've got a Bible, it's at the start there. The purpose and theme, it says, The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. Solomon, we know, was wise. And so here is a collection of wisdom. It's part of the wisdom literature in the Bible. What are they for? Chapter 1, verse 2, for gaining <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, for doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. I mean, it sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Sounds like a really good book. But as we read the book of Proverbs, uh, what you'll notice um, is that it is not the law. It is not the law. So in other parts of the Bible, we're told you must do this, you mustn't do that. Proverbs is like this collection of sayings. Specifically, um, Proverbs deals, it seems, with probability. Um, There will be examples as you look through Proverbs of things that don't always work out like that. But in a sense, what's happening through the book is we're being imparted with godly wisdom. How can we live as people in a world that is um, for God? How can we live in God's ways as we go through the world? Now, if I was to test you, um, I think probably you would know some Proverbs. Not necessarily Proverbs from the Bible, but if I said a stitch in time, you would respond, saves. Thank you, three of you. Um, Three sewers in the room. Uh, Anyone think of any others? Shout them out. Any other Proverbs that you know? Better safe than sorry. Fantastic. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Very good. Uh, I went, there's a shop, um, some of you may know it, um, called Lululemon, and they have these bags. And if you look at the bags, they're covered in, in these little sayings. Uh, I'm going to read a few of them to you now. Stress is related to 99% of all illnesses. 
I want to go, where's the evidence for that? But uh, it sounds plausible. Um, what else do we have? We have, uh, put your phone away. The real world is not on hold. Some of you might learn that and use it with some people in your households later on today. Um, <coughs> might get used on me as well. Um, that which matters most should never give way to that which matters least. Listen, 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 and then, <coughs> excuse me, ask intentional questions. And finally, <coughs> there's many more here, but the wisdom of our elders is one of our most precious resources. And so that takes me back to biblical proverbs. And what's the difference? The difference is, <coughs> excuse me. I w yeah, I, w I will actually, thank you. Uh, if I sing and preach too much, then I do need water. <coughs> so, sorry. Um, so the Proverbs in the Bible, the difference between those and the ones that, that, that you might say or the ones that are on the side of a bag um, is, is that these have, these have kind of been distilled um, through the years of God's people trying to work out how to live in God's ways. Uh, that's the difference. Um, and so the Proverbs in the Bible are not just trying to tell us good things to live by. They're trying to tell us godly ways that we can do it. Uh, roughly, the book of Proverbs starts, the first 10 chapters um, has 10 speeches, and they're speeches from uh, a, a father to a son, uh, and talk a lot about wisdom. It, it's a book that's aimed very much at a young man. Um, now, um, whatever age we are and whatever gender we are, um, there is wisdom in here for us, but that's just so you know, that's the context. It was written as a, as a kind of um, wisdom to be given to a young man. Uh, so the first 10 chapters, 10 different speeches from a father to a son. Uh, the next section, which is uh, chapters 11 to about 29, um, we get all these little proverbs that, you know, if you wanted to create a business that sold church merchandise, I think you could you could make tea towels or gift bags with some of these proverbs and stick them on there in different fonts, a bit like the bag I just showed you. Um, and uh, you'd do quite well. And most people wouldn't know that they were from the Bible, but put them all together and understand the history, and we understand that these proverbs help us to live in God's ways. And they deal with wisdom. So what is wisdom? Well, the Hebrew word for wisdom, which I'm not even going to try and pronounce, I'm sorry, um, but the Hebrew word for wisdom doesn't mean wisdom as we might think of it. We think of wisdom, we think of head knowledge, don't we? That was a very wise thing to do, you know, like a wise old owl, that kind of wisdom. The wisdom we're talking about in Proverbs is, is an applied uh, level of skill. It's that kind of practical wisdom. And we all have some kind of understanding of, of wisdom, of applied skill. If I called any of you yesterday at about midday and said to you, do you think it would be a good idea to take my family to Ikea? You would have said to me, David, it is a Saturday on a holiday weekend. It is pouring with rain most things are still closed. Do not take your family to Ikea. And if you're going to, make sure you drink a coffee on the way there. Because what you discover when you get to Ikea, uh, if, if, you, if you go there, is um, actually there, there wasn't a lineup. We got in fine. But uh, 
um, but you, you go up these, the escalator into the showroom. Just raise a hand if you've been to IKEA. Okay, so you, you, know, you know what I mean. You go to, you, we went to the Coquitlam Mom, you go up the escalator into the showroom, and you're transported into this world of potential and ideas and opportunities and names that are Swedish for things that you have to try and spell and write down. And so there we are with all the children looking for a few things to just kind of organize um, the, 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 the back-to-school things. Um, any parents here, probably most people, parents or not, will have uh, spaces in your house where you keep all the stuff, you know, the hats, the coats, the gloves, the, the toques, um, the, the thicker gloves for the colder days, the thinner gloves for the warmer days, you know, all that stuff. We thought, well, let's go and, and find some things to kind of organize it a bit better because um, we seem to amass more of these things. Anyone else do the same? Um, one of the children we discovered has eight toques. Eight toques. Uh, what do you need eight toques for? I don't really need eight toques, he said. So uh, he selected three that he didn't want anymore, and we're going to pass those on. He's still got five toques. Um, so I still think that's quite excessive. But anyway, so there we are, we're in Ikea, and it's going really well, and it's loads of fun. And as time goes on, um, I'm thinking, I really could do with a coffee. Um, but uh, wearing a mask walking around, you can't drink a coffee, because you've got the mask in the way. So I'm thinking, okay, I'll, I'll have a coffee when I get to the end. So that's my... Uh, my telos, there's the theological word for you, that's my telos, that's where I'm going, is at the end there is going to be coffee and a cinnamon bun. Well, little did I know that because of COVID, there are no cinnamon buns. There is coffee, but nothing to eat with them unless you like hot dogs or ice cream, neither of which go with coffee in my mind. But I digress. Why is it that I keep doing this? I keep going to Ikea with the family, hoping it's going to be different when the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. And, uh, and, and so, um, next time, when I'm writing my proverbs on going to Ikea, um, and you can remind me this, if I tell you I'm going, here's what you need to say to me. Remember to have a coffee before you go downstairs to the market hall. That would be, be fine then. If I have something to eat, I'll be fine. That's why the restaurant is upstairs. But uh, how many years has it taken me to work that out? But the book of Proverbs doesn't help me specifically with how to deal with a practical situation like Ikea. And yet, there is something as we think about the world we live in, we keep on making the same mistakes. And you might say, well, I don't make mistakes, I'm perfect. Um, good for you. Um, but I'm not perfect and I make mistakes. I, and I know that um, I need to... Uh, read, um, learn, digest the kind of wisdom that the Bible has in order that I can grow as a person, in order that I can grow in, in a more godly way, in order that I won't keep making the same mistakes in my life. And then as we look at our society and we look at some of the Proverbs, Take a look with me then at Proverbs chapter 22, verses 1 and 2. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. If you watch the news or are aware of current affairs, we see people, don't we? They rise, the media loves them, everyone thinks they're amazing, 
They amass more money, more wealth, uh, more status in the words of Proverbs 22.1, more silver and gold. But then something goes wrong and then they fall. The reminder in Proverbs is that whether you're rich or poor, the Lord makes all of you, all of us. And so it goes on. Um, the lectionary writers leave out a lot of the fun ones, um, so you'll have to read those later for yourself. Um, verses 8 and 9. Whoever sows injustice reaps calamity, and the rod they wield in fury will be broken. When I talked about Proverbs being about probability, we see that um, quite often um, the, the right thing doesn't seem to happen. If life was a movie, then the right thing always happens before the end, typically. That's kind of how we expect a movie to go. It's going to start off quite well, something bad's going to happen, someone's going to come and rescue everything, and it will all be okay in the end. They basically stole that from the meta-narrative of Scripture, which is that basic story. Um, that's a whole other sermon. Um, but, uh, but in real life, we watch the news and we see what's going on in Afghanistan. And we think of Proverbs 22, verse 8. Whoever sows injustice reaps calamity. And yet, we see injustice. And calamity doesn't seem to be coming on the perpetrators of injustice. Proverbs says the rod they wield in fury will be broken. There's a reminder, jumping back to verse 2, the Lord is the maker of them all. There's a children's song, he's got the whole world in his hands. We have to remember that God has everything in his hands. And in the fullness of time, all things will be made well in the new heaven and the new earth. But at the moment we live in this uncertainty. We live in this time where there is brokenness and there is despair and there is sickness and there is famine and there is war and there is strife and we're not going to see an end to that this side of the kingdom of heaven as it comes in, in the end. So the Proverbs uh, tell us things as they should be. In fact, even after the first service, someone came up and quoted a proverb to me and then said, said how, it, how it didn't work out like that. And that's the reality. These are not laws, but they are wisdom that we can follow. The generous will be blessed, verse 9, for they share their food with the poor. I think that um, the generous will not themselves be blessed because they share their food with the poor. I think the generous will be blessed because God loves to bless everyone. God is a God of blessing who wants to pour out abundant blessing on us. And so because we've received that blessing, then we go share it. And as we become people who share the blessing that God gives to us, then we ourselves will receive more blessing. But we have to be careful about the, the order of those things. It's a bit like, um, I did this once a while ago. I think I was preaching on something. I was preaching on something. And I had a big box of chocolates and I gave them to someone at the front and I said, what are you going to do with them? And they said, I'm going to share them with the church. I said, that was the right answer. I hadn't prompted them, but my hope was that that's how the illustration would go. That if God gives you a massive box of chocolates, you're not going to eat them all yourself. 
There's a proverb about that in here somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, but you would, you would share them with other people. God blesses us, and as we are blessed, we go pass on that blessing. And so the wisdom of Proverbs is this reminder that in doing that, in sharing food with the poor, we will receive blessing. God sees all things. Uh, and then um, later on, um, it, it jumps, verse 22, we get into um, several sayings. 30 sayings of the wise is the headline. And for some reason, saying number two has been picked. And it says, do not exploit the poor because they are poor, and do not crush the needy in court. Um, do not exploit the poor because they are poor. Again, no one's going to argue with that, are they? Except we see the poor are being exploited simply because they are poor. Uh, there are organizations like Fair Trade who work to make sure that we don't exploit the poor just because we can as society. Um, but we can make sure that people are um, given a fair price for um, the goods they produce. I've been a supporter of fair trade um, for a long time now. And, um, and one of the things about fair trade, um, and, and the reason I think it's so important, is because um, it's something we can do. When we're in the grocery store and we're choosing um, a bag of coffee, um, or, hey, don't go to the grocery store, we sell coffee here, which is fair trade. But if you're in the store and you've got different bags of coffee, you, know, you, you have a choice as a consumer to pick one that will um, ensure a fair deal for the producer. We wouldn't need to send so much foreign aid to the developing world if we paid people a fair price for the products that they grow for us. Do not exploit the poor because they are poor. Do not crush the needy in court. Great example of this, there's a, a, um, a channel on YouTube called Court in Providence. I don't know if anyone's seen it. Um, no one's looking at me like they have. There's a judge from somewhere in the States, and he has people come to him, normally because they can't pay their parking fine or that kind of thing, um, and, uh, or, or something like they got a ticket because they, they were stopped over a line by three inches in front of the stop line. You know, and so they don't pay the ticket because they haven't got enough money and they end up in court. And he says to them, so what, are we, what were you doing? Well, I, I was getting some groceries and I was taking them to go and help somebody. And, I was, and they were typically, the ones they show online, they were, they were doing some really good thing. Um, and, and, they, and, they, and it went slightly wrong. And this judge says, you know what, I'm going to rip up the ticket. And he rips it up in front of them and says, off you go. And that ticket that might have cost them $100 that they didn't have has, uh, has been ripped up says the Lord will take up their case. So those are just three. Uh, and there are many more proverbs that you can look at. Um, and my suggestion is um, read a few of them, find some that, that jump out at you, uh, take a photograph if you have a phone, take a photo and make it you know, your, something you can look at or, or save it. Um, and, uh, and, and use these to... Um, to be, to be little things you can look at. Don't read it all in one go um, because it gets quite tedious. Um, but read some bits. I'm going to pray um, and then Roxanne's going to lead us in uh, intercessions. So Lord, we thank you for the gift of your word. We thank you for the wisdom we find in the book of Proverbs. We thank you that you, you give us uh, minds and hearts to seek after you and to grow in wisdom. We pray this week that you would be with each of us as we uh, seek to 
um, learn and live out biblical wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen.